स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन टू बायकास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू मिंट आई एम नसरीन सुल्ताना आई एम एन असिस्टेंट एडिटर एट मिंट आई कीप अ क्लोज ट्रैक ऑफ ऑल दैट इज हैपनिंग इन द वर्ल्ड ऑफ स्टॉक मार्केट्स यू आर लिस्निंग टू ऑल थिंग्स मार्केट्स वेर आई स्पीक टू एक्सपर्ट analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets Indian government announced fresh measures to spur demand and revive growth Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman on Monday announced a set of measures worth rupees 9675 crore to boost consumer demand by front loading some expenditure The measures include LTC cash voucher scheme for central government employees and a special festival advance scheme. Amidst this, in September quarter earnings, there is an expectation for sequential improvement by consumer companies driven by rural markets, while urban recovery appears to be still slow. Meanwhile, intermittent closure in top 100 towns, rise in job losses and wage reduction across section has further weakened consumer sentiments, resulting in higher demand for value for money products. To understand the consumer demands ahead, I am in conversation with Shirish Pardeshi, analyst at Centrum Broking. Hi Mr. Pardeshi, welcome to the show. Yeah hi good afternoon Nasreen thanks uh, for reaching out So there are a lot of uh, developments that has happened in the couple of la- few days uh, about uh, you know government's initiative to uplift growth and also to push consumer demand So uh, if I have to ask you what is your reading of the measures that the FM announced to kind of push growth in consumer demand I think uh, it's a positive uh, move and I hope uh, the industry will definitely have a welcome move saying that uh, at least the government has taken some initiative to spur the demand uh, let me step back and say that how things has panned out over last 5 6 months i think there are a lot of issues uh, the investors has to go through uh, seeing that how the consumer behavior is going to change and if i relate uh, my experience in the industry i think uh, the first shock which came is that uh, in the beginning of the lockdown people thought yeah it's going to go away another 45 50 days a month however it is now uh, periodically reviewed and the lockdown got extended however last two months the uh, lockdown uh, has somehow tapered down but if i look at the things on ground there are certain states and certain uh, geographies and maybe top 100 towns when you see the lockdown is still there i mean the intensity at which it is done about 4 months before i think there is some uh, relief which has happened but from the consumer point of view i think what we can see that uh, the initial push back for the consumer not to move out that itself uh, having a restricted life uh, moving out of home and i think that has really pushed hard the consumers to think what is my health and hygiene is going to be important and from that lens when we see there is a Uh, instant reaction and uh, the products like uh, hand sanitizers and hygiene products and immunity products was uh, on the high demand however today we see that this is really now tapering down i'm not saying it is going to be zero because we don't know how long this pandemic will uh, survive uh, and then how long we, it will take to get uh, a real 
control on the spread of uh, pandemic. But what we see right now is that the consumer behavior is now shifting towards the revival in demand cycle. So when I say in the beginning, the demand, what we have seen uh, for the products, uh, which were with the greater demand was health and hygiene. But I think we also see that the packaged food, uh, what we say uh, in, in our parlance, ready to eat and ready to cook uh, segment has seen a lot of push uh, and that demand is continued. Right. However, currently uh, people have uh, two, three misconception that uh, uh, there could be a job cuts, there could be a low growth uh, in the uh, salary wages which will happen. But good part is that rural bit, if you really look down, uh, is really done well. Uh, the high frequency data which has come up, uh, from the agriculture ministry and uh, CSO which suggests uh, that uh, the food part uh, is doing well and the rural economy is doing well. While on the flip side, uh, on the urban side, uh, I think what we saw that the demand revival, which has not happened beyond essentials. And I think this whole government impetus, uh, which has happened starting from their own employees pushing and spurring the demand. Uh, and I think it will have a positive effect. And when I'm saying uh, to a certain extent, uh, during the festivity, generally the consumers are in a cheerful mode. And when you have little more extra cash on your hand, I think you will start spending that uh, from more than uh, for personal care. I think it will go beyond that and discretionary spends will 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 try and show some momentum uh, in next uh, one and a half, two months. After uh, the announcement by the government on the package, uh, on different packages that the government had announced, a few analysts had said that this, the measures are very short term and may not actually support sustainable growth in uh, probably for the entire fiscal because these are only meant for a you know, certain segment of uh, salaried class for example the you know the government employees uh, do you agree to that and uh, what is your counter argument see there are two things uh, one has to look at uh, uh, partially what you said that it is uh, on a prima facie it appears to be temporary but uh, if if you actually look at the narrative which uh, the minister has uh, said yesterday is that they are starting at some uh, frequency and also they are pushing this idea towards the state employees also. You don't know how the states are going to react. The second part is that if consumer has remained in the cocoon last uh, four or five months and they're still scared to go out or venture out uh, trying new things and something like that, I think uh, generally if you look at the history of uh, Indian economy, uh, it's starting from Maharashtra, whether it, uh, Maharashtra starts with Ganesh festival, it goes up to Durga Puja in uh, eastern part, uh, while it ends up across the uh, nation uh, through Diwali. So what I'm saying that uh, traditionally, if you look at the whole uh, MSME sector, used to have this habit of giving cash bonuses uh, during the festive time. I think I'm not giving something different. This is what uh, I have learned from the industry. And I think to add to that, if there is an impetus which is given, I think it is a starting point uh, from the government which is showing some positive affinity and pushing the consumer towards uh, spending uh, economy. Right. I think that's the starting point when I story. So I tend to believe, uh, I'm not saying I disagree with the, uh, the other people what they're saying, yeah. right. but I think I tend to believe that it's a habit change which will happen and once you come into a mode of spending, I think you will end up spending a little more. And that's what the oh. government is trying to do. 
So it's a nudge for spending more than what probably you would have done otherwise. Yes. Okay. But, uh, uh, you know, since you said it's a starting point, also the market has been expecting for more, uh, you know, measures or reforms as far as the spending goes. You are, are you expecting any such reforms just ahead of the festival? See, Nasreen, there are two things again. Uh, first thing is that generally if you look at from the demand perspective, uh, the, uh, the quarter three and quarter four or second half is always been heavy for the consumer spends. This is traditionally the numbers are there. Right. You can look at that. Absolutely. What, what changes the sentiment is that, uh, as I said, that the festivity brings cheer uh, because uh, a laborer, which is a migrant laborer, we tend to go back and unite with his family because of celebration of festivity and whatever it is there. The other part which I'm saying that... Uh, the weather conditions are also so extreme, uh, like you know that uh, in the north, the winter is, is just trying to set in. But, uh, but having known that if the rains are higher and generally uh, the moisture content in the soil is higher and then you will see the severity in the uh, winter season. And I think what I'm trying to hint at is that uh, because your weather conditions are so different, I think the consumer will have to spend more of keeping himself uh, upright. Right. Okay. Okay. I got your points. So since you mentioned about the earnings as well, uh, what is your expectation of the Q2 earnings? I understand uh, your raw material, the, the core raw material for most of the FMCG products have been a little low in the, in the Q2. That, of course, will help the margins. But besides that, uh, what are the key things that you're watching out? See, I think uh, what we what we have while speaking to channel partners and distributors across and companies, I think the the common trend which has come up uh, is that uh, food and beverages are here to stay, and that growth will be higher. Uh, second thing is that uh, health and hygiene, uh, which has shown the higher tendency in quarter one uh, from the consumer behavior, which will which will taper off. Uh, maybe going forward because now winter is setting in. So uh, lotions and uh, your face creams and uh, uh, something more, that, that product we'll see. Yeah. While I generally found that this quarter, uh, the recovery which was expected on skin, uh, beauty and personal care, uh, which is not up to the mark, it's still been lagging uh, behind. So I think that these categories will have its effect. While... Uh, there is a there is a stark difference where we have seen that the paint uh, industry has run uh, run well uh, on the back of rural growth uh, and the economy which is uh, which is running much faster. Actually, I have two more questions leading to this. Uh, one is uh, since, uh, of course, after the lockdown, um, most analysts and also the economy has been betting on the rural demand, uh, kind of uplifting the economy overall. Uh, but what about the urban demand? Uh, do you, are you seeing any pickup in the urban demand? Because there, uh, it's only the urban areas where big ticket size uh, consumer products are sold. I think uh, there are two, three points uh, and you take your own experience that uh, we had this uh, consistent pressure that not to venture out, follow, if it is necessary, only go out. Uh, on top of it, uh, because of our work pressure, we have been pushed uh, to work more than 17, 18 hours a day and we somehow had a uh, tendency to remain at home. Now, I, I would believe uh, that after maybe a quarter or so, things will normalize, people will start venturing out. So in, in, in our FMCG parlance, what we say that the whole out-of-home consumption, 
whether you look at uh, uh, your uh, sandals or chappals or shoes or whole footwear or even uh, that applies to apparel this all will be under stress because you are not going to go venture out uh, why would you spend on that absolutely while people who are consuming have tried uh, many recipes at home somebody has tried uh, pasta somebody has tried pizza making at home and these all things which has happened so i strongly believe that when the normalcy rate returns i think these all things will come back in uh, to a normalcy i mean the other way to look at it is that people who have been habitually spending and they are now been forced to restrict their spending only through the e-commerce channel i mean not everybody is so habituated to buying on e-commerce some people may not like it some people will have to have a touch and feel and that's what i'm highlighting that in the urban markets the venturing out has not come up to the expectation and people are still scared in their mind that should i go should i not go whether i will be safe i will not be safe and i think this spending once uh, this malls and shopping complex will open i think you will see that demand will come back in urban markets so by the last quarter of fy21 are you expecting such kind of demand revival in urban areas i strongly believe that second half will be much better than first half okay okay one last question actually before i let you go is uh, in uh, q2 of course there are a lot of uh, headwinds but uh, uh, the, there was a lot of cost ra- rationalization because there were tight uh, control on the ex- air spends plus there was a lot of uh, uh, movement restrictions so manufacturing was not up to the mark as as pre covid level but as things go normalized uh, do you see a consumer uh, the entire sector of consumer uh, Yeah, uh, you know durables fmcgs all of this put together do you see an earnings revival in the sector by which quarter do you see i think uh, you said it right uh, just to uh, get you a better perspective see this pandemic and lockdown has taught us uh, a different way of life if it has happened to me i have done cost control at my house i think it applies to the companies also the way i look at it is that the short term uh, measure what companies has taken they all have said my sales is not happening my reach is not there why would i spend and generally in the fmcg uh, advertisement is the bigger cost so people have taken a cut on that i i need to believe that second half once things normalize your ad spend will come back the second part which is more important is that people have looked at the whole supply chain and value chain right from manufacturing a product to supply and i think these all cost has been questioned incrementally by the senior management and try to get a hang of it some people have learned how to tackle this cost with a lower budget i think that will here to stay the third part which i said that uh, when your manufacturing and supply chain is a big uh, change which has happened and you have been forced to look at new ways of delivering to the end consumer whether some people have used e-commerce as a channel some people have seen SKU rationalization. So, what is SKU rationalization? Basically, if companies are producing hundred products, and then company would say that okay, my eighty percent product is twenty uh, percent product is sufficiently getting me fifty sixty percent of my demand. Why I'm creating those uh, basket of products? Right. There is a tendency, and there is a cost rationalization, which has already happened and undertaken by the company. So, these two factors, barring uh, apart the ad spend, these two factors will definitely have. a longer term impact on the uh, synergies on the cost benefits and i think that will also impact positively on your earnings 
So, so basically, you are saying that uh, COVID or no COVID, the cost rationalization that they have learned during the la- last few months is going to be a lesson that they have uh, probably learned, and that's going to stay uh, maybe for longer period, and that's going to have a very positive impact on the earnings. Absolutely. Right. On that note, Mr. Pardeshi, thanks a lot for talking to us and giving us time and this insightful uh, conversation about the consumer demand in India. Thanks so much. Thank you, Nasreen. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.